developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Are you telling your name again? Talk Recorded live. It's, it's LaShawn. LaShawn, okay. I'm so bad with names, so I apologize. <laughs> no problem, no problem at all. Okay, so I'm going to just take a pause for a second and then start because I'll start my editing right there. Okay. Hey, everybody, just as promised, welcome back to the show. You are listening to Military Area Guy Radio, powered by Zeta Beats. And as promised, we are going to get you hired this Monday. We have a wonderful guest on the line. His name is Jacob Hanning. Is Am I saying that right? It's Hanners. Hanners. Oh, right. Jacob Hanners is going to help Give us all some job tips. He is a district, I'm sorry, a branch manager for Onan Staffing in Auburn, Alabama. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Awesome. So um, Jacob is on the line with us, and he's going to help us get some information about what they look for as recruiters. But first, let's start off with if you could just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do at your um, at your branch. Absolutely. Well, like you said, I am branch manager for our Auburn, Alabama location. We kind of wear multiple hats. We do anything from, I guess, what would typically be considered more of the teammate staffing is what we call it. Temporary is what other agencies call it. That style of work all the way all the way up to professional positions. You know, the typically more skilled and higher education positions and anything in between you can imagine. Awesome. Okay. So let me ask you this. Okay, so I am just getting out of the military. I mean, even though military area guide is for everybody, but let's just say we have a transitioning soldier. And I know that in most cases they have the transitioning soldier um, opportunities and programs on post, but are there any uh, programs that you all offer for transitioning soldiers as well? Anytime a soldier wants to make a transition um, to the civilian world, one, we fully recognize that is a tough transition to make at times. And we're more than open to helping. Anytime you come in and talk to us, we do everything we can to kind of help give back because we do appreciate the work that soldiers have done. So your best bet is just to come in and talk to one of us. Great. Okay. And so when they come in and talk to you, like, do you offer like help with the resume or do you have them like fill out something and then you just kind of go from there with what their skills are that translated from maybe their MOS to what they can do in the civilian world? Anytime someone comes in, the first thing we're going to do, we're going to have you sit down and fill out an application where you go over some of that experience. Now, if you have a resume, bring that with you. Me, personally, I'm not above helping someone with a resume because that is a tough thing to get right. Um, but as far as when they come in, they'll fill out the application. Usually, we sit down. We'll talk to them one-on-one, and 
as we're talking to them, that's when we'll try to identify certain positions. The skills they learned in the military may be more applicable for in the civilian world. And we try to line them up specifically with that in mind. Okay. And so what do you look for in general? Let's We're talking to ev- about everybody here. When someone comes into the office, do you go by what you see or do you strictly go by what the computer tells you as far as any assessments or or anything that, you know, um, their skills that they say they have or a resume that they hand you? What what all goes into finding someone a job from from the first time you see them to the time of hire? Well, you know the old expression, you only get one first impression. So That's when right. you come in, you, you want to be, you know, no one's ever going to not hire you for dressing well. You know, come in and make that good impression, carry yourself well. The very first thing I'm going to look at, though, person, when you walk in my office, is how do you treat the person at the front desk? If you're short with them, maybe not that polite, you know, wanting to talk to just whoever you think makes the decisions. Well, that's kind of a good insight to your character and who we're dealing with. So when you come in, you know, be dressed for the part and just be open and friendly. That's the very first thing you need to do. And honestly, I know that sounds like that should just be kind of a given, but you'd be surprised how many people really miss that step. You know, because when you're hiring, we're not just looking exactly for skill. I also want to see who I'm going to be working with if I'm hiring you for in my office. I want to see who I'm going to be having to work with day in and day out. Or if I send you out to a client, I want to see who's representing me and who's representing own and staffing. So the very first thing you need to do is try to make that good impression just by using your manners and being polite when you come in. That's your question. Yes, absolutely. And I was going to say that's a really good thing um, as especially for military because they're kind of trained with the yes ma'am, no ma'am. It's kind of really ingrained into them. And I I really, I just love that you always know when you're dealing with a soldier. But I definitely agree. I've learned and I've read on a couple of um, very insightful articles that, you know, how you treat the help is how you really are. Like you know, like you said, that gives Absolutely. a lot of insight, yeah, on on that person's personality. And so, okay, so after you get that impression and then you take the assessments and they give the resume, um, how good are the chances? Like what are your relationships with companies that I know most of them are temp, but do you have a lot of relationships with companies that are actually temp to hire? Absolutely. I would say, well, we use the word teammate. We don't use temp with Onan specifically. We call everyone teammates because we try to view our industry a little bit different than maybe some of our peers in the industry. So when you're coming through on that, I'd say the majority would be that teammate to hire style work, Um, which is typically there's going to be, I guess, a probation period you would work for us. For my office, on average, it's about 90 days, and at which point the company would evaluate you and decide if they want to hire you full time onto their payroll. And so, yeah, those op- those opportunities do abound, and that's becoming more and more commonplace for most companies, especially with more of a hands-on type production um, position, or especially you see a lot with the trades. You know, I've got companies that want welders or electricians or maintenance technicians, and that's actually where a lot of our military guys, um, when they come through, that's the type of work they're looking for, and a lot of times that translates very, very well. 
definitely good to know. And uh, as far as your company, I have never heard the team made model, and I really, I really respect that. That's pretty awesome. Um, I think, yeah, that's it's as soon as you walk in, you'll see you're, you know, you're not a temp, you're a teammate. You're not defined by the length of your assignment. That is great. So, how many other owning staffings? I know I was I was speaking with Miss Kara, or was it Carla? Uh, Kara. Kara, okay. Kara was saying that you all have a lot of locations. Can you tell me about how many other locations you have? You don't have to give me specifics, but how many states you serve or how many locations you have? We have a little over 80 offices. If I'm not mistaken, it's in that ballpark. It's a little over 80 offices and really focused a lot of it's in the southeast. Now, we do have some kind of heading out west um, in some states. If you log onto our website, owningroup.com, you can see a full list of offices. And also, while that may be more on the teammate level that we have that, we have uh, what we call the professional group, which is all direct hires. We are screening these are more professional positions, and that's a nationwide search that they'll do for good candidates and good people. That is absolutely great to know. I'm so glad we had this talk. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, um, Getting a job is not going to be that hard, especially if you have uh, companies like Owning Staffing around to help you. So make sure that you check them out and look them up and see if they are in your area. Is there anything else you want to tell the audience or any tidbits or nuggets of knowledge you want to leave the audience with as far as searching for a job or anything that may help them in the long run? The main thing is just don't get discouraged. Very easy when you apply for 10 positions and you don't get a call back to feel defeated. Don't. You have to keep moving forward. That's the biggest thing. And just keep going until you find that position, you know, your dream job. Just keep striving for that. Now, is, is it also a reality to say that sometimes temp jobs, is it is it okay to say that I may just go ahead and take one that I don't necessarily want right now until I can get to my dream job? Is that a reality? Oh, absolutely. Um, that's pretty commonplace. It's unfortunately coming out of the military, out of college, or out of high school, whatever situation you're in, you're probably not going to land that dream job at the corner office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. <laughs> so a lot of times we do have to take the work that it's not exactly what we want, so we have to take what we can get. And then you, but the important thing about that, you know, I've been recruiting for seven years now, um, and you know, growing up, I didn't say I want to be a recruiter. You know, it was all these other things. Had I not explored that workforce and taken opportunities that I didn't think were for me, had I not explored some, I wouldn't have ended up here in a career that I do absolutely love in a very rewarding career. So don't be afraid to take something just because you don't think it's exactly what you want. That is great advice to live by. And um, I had another question, but mm -hmm. I, I really just want to thank you for coming on here because I was not expecting to be so enlightened by what you all have to offer. Give us some information about your specific location, how to contact you all. I know you gave the um, the parent company website, but let our local area viewers to the Fort Benning and surrounding areas know how to get in contact with you in case they're listening. Absolutely. Well, we're in Auburn, Alabama, and 
of Georgia, which is going to be the home of Fort Benning. It's maybe about a 40 to 45 minute trip. You can reach out to us at any time by phone. Our number is listed. We are on Facebook. Any way, you know, send me a smoke signal. Just any way you can get in touch with me. But our Facebook page will have all our numbers listed as well as um, the website. So log on there and if you can just search for the office and we'll be right there. And that is, ladies and gentlemen, once again, Onan Staffing. So just give it a search on Facebook and you can find all of that information there. And I so want to thank you for joining me today, Jacob. I think you have given the audience some very profitable information for their job hunt. And anytime you would like to come back on, you are definitely welcome. We talk about jobs um, every Monday. So this will be our regular thing for Mondays. We want to definitely make sure people know their options. And uh, I, again, I thank you so much for joining me, and um, I messed up. <laughs> oh, you're fine. Oh, no. This is the beauty of being pre-recorded, right? Yes, it is. Um, I had, that's the hardest part is it's like ending the call. <laughs> right. Well, as, since we're kind of not talking on radio, did you want me to cover resume specifics more, interview specifics, anything like that? Because I've just kind of been following you, but I didn't know where you wanted me to go. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, because I just had like four basic questions. But yeah, let's let's go ahead and do that. And I can basically run that in. Um, okay. Let's see. Let me pick a right here. Let's see. Um, how about this? How how about you say, before I go, let me, you know, let me say and then go into the resume. Okay. Well, before I go, I do want to cover one thing that is really important, especially if you're online job seeking, which I think almost everyone starts with a Google search when they're looking for jobs. A resume is going to be your key to success there. And I think resumes, if we don't have one, a lot of times I think it can be very confusing as to what it's supposed to be. Resume is basically just going to be a brief introduction to you. Just so some general advice I would give you, keep it short and sweet. I want to know what you did and what you accomplished, but I don't necessarily need, you know, I've had some resumes come through that are six and seven pages and they're very well designed. It all looks good, but you've got to understand in an office, you know, I, I wear multiple hats. And so unfortunately, I can't sit down and necessarily read every single line. So try to keep it short and sweet. And a big tip, which this is kind of not just for Ona, but this is becoming commonplace for recruiters everywhere. You know, you want to put the job that you were, what you were doing and your job title. So you know, an Air Force uh, veteran would say United States Air Force, maybe they were a mechanic, and then they would list the job description. On the job description, don't necessarily tell, you know, what you did day in, day out. I want to know what you accomplished. So anything you have that you're proud of, make those the bullet points. That's what's going to make you really stand out more than anything. So always try to put what you accomplished, not necessarily just what you did on a day in and day out basis. And okay. another big I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, and another big thing that I really like to tell people, your resume is not a tattoo. And what I mean by that is it can be changed. A lot of times we get a resume that to us looks perfect, but if we're maybe not necessarily getting those bites when we send it out, it's not a bad idea to go back and objectively look at your resume and think, let me change a little bit up here. Because your cover letter and your resume, that's what's going to initially catch my attention and get you in front of me. If you're applying for that position, really take the time to make sure your resume is 
going to draw my attention. You, you hate to say it, but you know, especially online, we're using a site like a Career Builder or a Monster or Indeed, and a lot of those things is one-click apply. So, you know, we'll get resumes by the hundreds. So, you've got to find a way to make your stand out and really catch my attention. What's going to do that is putting those accomplishments. Okay. And let me ask you this about resume. It's interesting that you mentioned that because in the Muskogee County Jobs Group, where I navigate often, someone was asking about a functional resume versus a chronological resume. Which would you prefer? My personal preference, neither one's a deal breaker for me. My personal preference, I want your most recent experience first. I like it in the chronological order. Okay, but if if let's say a person, let's say I was applying for an airport job, but if I go to my most recent history, it's not really going to be there. It would be way at the bottom, and I want to highlight that. So would you suggest maybe I highlight that in the objective? Yes, I'm sorry. I, I didn't understand what you were asking at first. That was my mistake. Yes, in the objective you can put that, and that's also where that cover letter is going to come into play. Your cover letter is going to give me a brief introduction to you, and Make sure you have a cover letter with your resume. That goes hand-in-hand hand with the resume because it's just a brief introduction to you. That's when you can really point out that experience, and that's when I know to specifically look for that on the resume. So, yes, no, I, I do get what you're saying. Yes, in the objective or in the what you were saying, the functional resume, yes, that's fine to put that recent. Okay. It was that top, okay. you know, because you do want to tailor your resume to who to what position you're applying for. Right, right. Okay, so it just really depends on the job that you're going for to choose. So maybe suggest, you know, for some people to have a functional and a chronological or not just do a functional, maybe have a chronological one generically on hand for most jobs and then prepare a functional one for a specific job. I don't know if I'd go so far as to have two separate resumes. What I would look at just when you identify an opportunity and you think this is what I want to do and I'm qualified for it, just find any way to draw attention to that. You could list that up top, which I think would be more what you're referring to as a functional resume. Right. But again, never underestimate the importance of that cover letter drawing my attention to that as well as your objective. Okay, great. I, I have learned quite a lot today. That's amazing. Um, is there anything else you want to tell the guests or anything before we close out the call? I just really appreciate you having me on. This has been a great opportunity for me to talk about what we do and what we can offer to some of these um, fine men and women that are trying to make that transition into the civilian world. That is so spectacular. I really thank you again. And let me go ahead and leave the public with all the information again. I am talking to Jacob. Say your last name again. I'm sorry. Oh, Hanners. Hanners, okay, let me do that again. We are speaking with Jacob. Jacob, oh, let me do that again. Tongue tied. You're good. We are, <laughs> we are speaking with Jacob Hanners, district, I'm sorry. We are speaking with Jacob Hanners, branch manager of Onan Staffing in Auburn, Alabama. Again, thank you so much for your time. Everyone, please don't forget to go to the website or go to Facebook, look up Onan Staffing. And if you are in the Fort Benning area, give them a call or give them a visit. What are your office hours? We are open from 8 o'clock to 5 o'clock Central Time. That's standard business hours. 
Okay. And everybody, make sure you remember if you're going from Fort Benning to Auburn, that the time change will occur somewhere between Fort Benning and Opelika. So don't forget about that. And again, I thank you so much, Jacob. Anytime you want to come back on and offer some more information, if you think of anything, just give me a holler and we will be here. Again, thank you so much and you have a great evening. Hey, it was my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.